You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandnam Private Wealth. And I have to go back to about, I think it was four or five days ago, Nick, where you said mm. to me that the gold price had gone to 1865, which was the right, sitting right on the 50-day moving average, which is a technical indicator. And you, on behalf of your clients, bought some gold. And mm. uh, goodness me, it hasn't looked back since then. Look at this thing again above 2000. You know, it must be put into context that that gold is very much a technical and trading uh, instrument. As much as we like talking about um, gold being a store of wealth and central banks and all the rest of it, for traders like myself and other traders out there, it, it very much is a tech. It, it it follows the rules of trading. It bounces off the two hundred day moving average. It trades between the Bollingers. It it does its key reversals. It's it's. It is really for for young traders out there who want to understand technical analysis. You can do a lot worse than follow the, the sort of uh, the movements on a daily basis in gold. And yes, it bounced literally right on the nose, uh, back above a support. Now the key now, Lindsay, is to is to maintain this two thousand level for a couple of closes, because then it becomes a support level, as you know. It's not a resistance level. So if we have if we ever close today, two thousand and four. Another couple of closes tomorrow, then it certainly it, it needs to build a little base for the next leg higher. Well, so then, you know, if it has a few closes below 2,000, you could argue that maybe it drifts down back towards its 200-day again at 1875. So I think the next few days are, are crucial for the, for the gold bulls and the gold bears out there. Okay. Uh, I want you to note down for our chat this evening with David Shapiro mm. um, on the 5 o'clock shadow, and we'll incorporate this with the Tuesday trade. Uh, and mm. that is I want you to write down the following – um, personality and be- because I believe that certain uh, commodities, certain currencies, certain securities, mm. certain equities, certain asset classes have uh, a technical sort of uh, personality and some people just focus on one or two or three uh, different stocks for example because they mm. understand the way they trade and gold has its Absolutely. own personality mm. so let's talk about that tonight but not now let's have a look at the spot prices um, dollar rand is 1744 British pound against the rand is 2296 the euro rand is 2074 and the euro dollar, ooh look at that, pushing one. It's 118.90 at the moment. That's obviously got something to do with the gold price, which is 2004, uh, up $19 overnight. What a great performance from 1864 last week to 2004 now. Ah, it's, it's incredible. It's such good fun. Uh, platinum is mm. 969, up $15, let's call it. Where's Palladium, please, Nick? Uh, also having a good day, up all, almost half a percent. Let's call it ten dollars. Uh, two thousand two hundred and eight at the moment. Two two oh eight. West Texas crude is down 0.2 percent. Nothing. Uh, forty two eighty. Brent crude also nothing at forty five dollars uh, thirty five. How's the mood on the JSC this morning? Yeah, I would say a cautious mood. Um, I'm not going to say cautiously optimistic. I hate that term, but. Yeah. It's a- it's a, it's a cautious mood. We had BHP bulletin results out this morning in Oz a few hours ago. Yes. Uh, they came in a little little bit light, I thought, but the stock was unchanged. You know, it's had a good run. Um, 
I think just I think a little bit of treading water here, Lindsay. It's it's uh, the rand's a little bit firm, I guess, which is a bit of a risk on theme, which is better. Um, a little bit of a hangover with Sassel that was down about five percent on the open. It's now going unchanged, so it just feels like a little bit. You've used the expression a few times, churn. I think it's it's perfectly apt today. There's a little bit of a churn to the markets before we get a little bit more direction. Um, we have more Walmart reporting later. That's one of the biggest retailers in the world, as we know. Mm. So that's going to be a, a big one to watch. And and also early hours of this morning or late last night. Um, Donald Trump coming out with some some more demands with regard to uh, what's happening with Huawei and uh, the chips uh, that are allowed to use it. So there's still a little bit of U.S. sort of China tensions in the background. You know, I think it's one of those days, Lindsay, where you, you probably want to sit on your hands and, and just, just watch the news flow for now because it's going to have that feel about it. But I would say more, more positive than negative today. It's the 18th of August. We've got another two weeks, I think, of uh, um, North, official Northern Hemisphere holidays, although holidays have been disrupted, mm-hmm. of, of course. But it is going to be quiet for the next um, a couple of weeks. But we've had the Democratic Convention, Democratic Party's convention, virtual convention overnight. I don't know what came out of that. Michelle Obama, everyone says she did a fantastic job. I don't know. I don't know if it was quite punchy enough. But anyway, I, I watched some of it and yeah, it was okay. Mm. Um, anyway, this morning on the Stock Exchange News Service, as you quite rightly said, and I watched it in the early hours coming out of Oz, um, BHP Group. Uh, for the, uh, the results, uh, not enthralling the market at all. Share price down around about uh, 2%. It's far too big for this discussion to analyse. But uh, overall, mm. if you had a diversified miner, would it be BHP Bulletin? Uh, it, without a doubt. It, it would be BHP Bulletin first and Anglo second. But let's talk about BHP Bulletin. We had a, quite an extensive feedback. And as you said, we don't have uh, on this morning's meeting, but I don't have time to go through all of it. But in general, our little friend that we said we should watch, Iron Ore, I mean, yes. made up a huge percentage of its earnings, 30% now of its earnings, which offset the uh, 60% drop in, uh, in coal and 45% drop in oil. Copper was good as well. Um, if you look, uh, came out with a, you know quite a, div- a decent payout for their dividend. Um, this is certainly out of all the miners out there, the strongest balance sheet is which what you want. Uh, the one interesting takeaway, Lindsay, which I thought, which was, which I think we we're heading into changing times, yes. is they spoke about um, offloading their coal. Uh, interests. Ah, what, because it of environmental up, issues? What? Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it makes up... It, look, it's small in their world. It's less than 3% of their revenue. But quite interesting, though, that um, a few years ago, they, it was like a positive on their balance sheet. They mentioned about how the coal was doing okay. As I said, it is very small in their lives. But uh, now, this morning, coming out and saying they're looking to offload it. Um, and, it's, and, and it's only to do with the fact that uh, they want to maintain a more sort of green, environmentally friendly basis. So just I think we've got those ch- sort of changing trends we're seeing in the market. Certainly uh, companies that, are, that have a sort of a, a bad carbon footprint are going to be shunned with, with investment money. That's, I mean, that's quite obvious. So that was one, that's the one I found quite interesting, even though it is quite small in their world. Yes, but it's a, it's, it's a trend that will yeah, embellish definitely. itself over the next uh, mm-hmm. few years. So what, is, what have we got on BD Live this morning? Just looking at some headlines. Really not very much going on there uh, either. So let's have a look at the... Uh, the movers on the JSC today, BHP Bulletin itself, while we're on that subject, where is it? Well, BHP Bulletin is... Well, BHP Group, well, as they down, call it it's now. Down, yeah, it's, it's, it's sliding as, as London started trading. It's down two and a quarter percent. It must be said, though, it has been the best-performing sort of minor, uh, non-precious minor, diversified minor, over the last year. It's done really well, so giving a little bit back off. So two, two, 2.2 down.
On the upside today, this is a surprise. Goldfields up 3.8%, Harmony up 3.4%, DRD Gold up 3.4%, Sabania Stillwater up 3.4%, and Pan African Resources up nearly 3%. All the diggers doing very well this morning. On mm. the downside, uh, Sassel, well, I've got down 4%, but you've got something more updated than that. What have you got? Yeah, the, the, the real-time feed on the second right now is actually going unchanged. It's down point, well, down half percent at the moment, 1375 uh, it was down 5% at one point, so it is uh, a little bit of bottom pickers coming in. Resilient. I also think it's to do a little bit of a oil price turning a little bit, and so we'll see. But it's been sold. It's sold off almost 15 uh, rand lens in the last two days anyway. So 133, uh, approximately mm. 132, 133 mm. anyway. Resilient down 2.25%. BHP Group down 1.9%. Telcom, uh, one percent loser, and the same for South 32 on the coattails of BHP. What have we got to look forward to because i think tomorrow is probably the biggest results day of the week on the jsc i haven't got my list in front of me stupidly uh yeah neither have i stupidly uh, but i can tell you that for me if you, if you want to look at results on the offshore calendar we've certainly got uh, it's all the retailers mm. so this this week incidentally Lindsay, is the end of earnings season in america on friday yes um, for this particular quarter but we have Walmart out this afternoon. That's a bit one to watch. You know, are they rivaling with their Walmart Plus against Amazon Prime? We've got Home Depot, all the retailers that's out later on this afternoon as well. Um, so there's, there's a few there's a few things to keep us busy, and of course all the CPRs on Friday. I must get a note of what we've got coming up on the week ahead, but I didn't get it. Apologies. Okay, we'll do that later on with David Shapiro on the five o'clock shadow. Give us the indices after forty six minutes of trading, please. Okay, well, this sums up exactly the start that we've had after 46 minutes. We are 0.07% down on the old share. <laughs> Next quarter, unchanged. In the yes. top 40, 0.09. Just quite making 50 points down. That exactly sums up the mood at the moment. Uh, individual indices, telecommunications up a quarter percent. Financials up a quarter. Consumer non-cyclicals up 015 uh, and the laggers, we've got healthcare down 0.17, energy down 0.2, consumer cyclicals down 0.4, and basic materials, I guess, that's led by the miners, that's down 0.74%. Nick Kunza, thank you very much for your time this morning. Brief as it was, that was Nick Kunza from Sun and Private Wealth. That was the opening, and Nick will be back with myself and David Shapiro for the 5 o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.